this Christmas music. Welcome to Unclassical But Christmas. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Well, Katie said it. Hi. <laughs> and this time the boob jingle actually has relevance because they jingle. Well, this is also going to be a podcast for most people, but let's get the plugs in early. Um, yes. We think we're going to put this video on Patreon, or if I was feeling very Christmassy, maybe I put it on Instagram. I don't know. I haven't fully decided yet, but if it's just audio, Katie's an elf. I am. I will upload a photo so that you can see me in all my elf glory. The reason I am dressed and as an elf is because I bought this costume for work for Christmas Eve, and then Boris shut us down. So I yeah, will get yeah. wear out of it. We just had a massive rant about uh, lockdown and tears and to be honest guys it wasn't very Christmassy so I've actually cut it out. Uh, the takeaways were that uh, this sucks and we really feel sorry for everyone who is um, struggling this Christmas. But yeah, in uh, hopes of cheering you up I'm going to drop you back in. Okay, thanks. I just found it funny as well like because obviously we shouldn't have come out of the lockdown on the 4th of December really. Like, did, there wasn't I don't think we should have come out of the lockdown back this side in March. <laughs> truth but it was just weird like did you see him when people were like is this lockdown definitely going to end on like the 2nd of December whenever it was and he's like it's actually out of my hands it has to like what do you mean it's out of your hands you set it it's like it's all it's all confirmed it has to end like yeah what, you... I have no control over this what is your fucking job mate yeah like then who is tell them to carry on because I don't mean to alarm you but there's 35,000 new cases a day it kind of yeah. sounds like it should be lockdown <laughs> it kind of sounds you should do something it's, that, like, it's out of my hands. Well, then step down and let someone else run the show. <laughs> put it in my hands, please. Sort it's like, out. okay, I'll do it then. No, no, you can't do it. Well, you're apparently not doing anything. Like, you just literally... What do you think's oh, happening, Boris? Ridiculous. I think I'm going to... This is for future viewers or whatever. I think we're going to cut this little segment out because this next bit's going up on Christmas Day and we're going to keep it cheery, motherfucker. Yes. That okay. was a very cheery. <laughs> so, I... I this could be our teaser, saying we're much cheerier than this in the main thing. We're going to be cheery now. I am dressed as a Christmas elf. I am sitting beside a Christmas tree. There are presents here. Look how beautifully wrapped oh. it is. Oh, that's cute. Your present is in a cupboard here. I am Your in present a Christmas hat. A... Your present's over there. Oh, It's not I'm under the tree because then I'll forget it. Yeah, fair enough. And um, in a red dress, I feel like I look like one of the girls out of Mean Girls um, with the thingy song. Oh my god! Jingle, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell, bell rock. Jingle bell rock. <laughs> the thigh slap in their parents' yeah. like. <gasps> oh! <laughs> Something. Mean so Girls is so funny, and it's a Christmas film. This is what Ross was saying the other day. But then I swear, okay, I'm probably completely wrong, and I will admit I'm wrong because. I'm sure this wouldn't have slipped through the script, script editor. Um, I swear it starts off with the Christmas thing and the next it's Halloween for her big party. No, no it's Halloween at the beginning. That's how Katie is first mean to her. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, it goes, not Katie, um, Regina's first mean. Mm. Then they have the Christmas jingle bell rock. And then she has another party because yes. her parents are away. And then it's yes. prom. Yes, yes. Okay, so it does okay, do a okay. full okay, year. I'm totally going to watch this. It's watch so it good. This. Yeah, so, guys, watch Mean Girls. God. <laughs> watch Mean Girls. Merry Christmas. Get your and Christmas for, jingles. For other Christmas narratives, what are we looking at today, Katie? We are looking at a Christmas classic. A Christmas carol. Now, <laughs> I was like, a Christmas ca ca carol, yes. So, um, 
yeah so i read a christmas carol it, if you wanted to read it it is very short like this copy is like 120 pages it's got illustrations yeah. so it's quite big text so um sorry yeah you go i ahead. was gonna say with um charles dickens yeah that's who wrote it yeah. <laughs> that's like his most successful book and it's the one he wrote in the shortest amount of time and like obviously it's really short i'm like maybe take some feedback from that charles with your other like 700 pages literally <laughs> i think the well, thing is like this is meant to be a novella and his other books aren't meant to be novels they no, they're, not. they're meant to be episodic like weekly inserts i'm but gonna I say though episodics work better if you know you're actually intrigued to move on <laughs> written in the same way that That's we the thing, write like, I always because I haven't read any of the big Dickens works um I always thought that they were meant to be like every chapter ended on a massive cliffhanger and apparently no. it's not some I of them are so obvious that. that it's the night before the submission and he's like oh fuck um Davy well he was a bit heartbroken but he kind of fancied this person and uh what's that you going for a beer and uh that'll do join us next week <laughs> like, I'll put more effort in next week <laughs> you fucking suck one thing I like enjoy about this is the um like the little bits every now and in now and then in it when he speaks because it's like written in the third person but every now and then Charles yeah. Dickens comes in being like and if I had been there I too would have liked to join in and it's like <laughs> fucking great that sounds like something Rocky Flintstone would do in my dad literally oh yeah there's some strange stuff to unpack here but funny i see yeah obviously he wrote this in the short his shortest um it was this took him the least time to write yeah. and i looked up how long how he worked on it and i said well it took him six weeks to write and he what? worked i thought it was like two days no it took him six this is what i thought it took him six weeks and he worked tirelessly from nine until two every day it's like <laughs> he did a he did a five hour day it's bougie it's that should be the normality it's not the normality the way we work now it's Nine bullshit till two is a hard day i was gonna say our, we changed our sleep patterns i'm trying to think if charles dickens was around during like the original no i think he's post that he would be yeah yeah um because um, um, the original jane austen i say original because... sleep pattern yeah so what was it you'd like wake up at like you wake up at like... You, you'd have two sleeps in the night, wouldn't you? So you go to sleep at like six in the evening, sleep till like, you know, 11, 11. midnight. And yeah, and then you'd be up till like three, two. And then you'd go to sleep again until like seven, eight. I think it was early. I think it was like, yeah, I think it was more you went to bed at like eight till about one. And then one till yeah. four, four till yeah. four till seven or six. Yeah. And Something like that. I was yeah. wondering. Wondering if he uh, split up his working day like that as well. But no, apparently he is just uh, living his best life. But it's also, I mean, like, it's Christmas Day, so we would get too into the capitalistic agenda. But <laughs> it is bullshit that it's considered for half, um, you'll work part-time if you walk four days, if you work four days a week. That is still yes! over half of your week. I, I, I think I might have said this on a podcast before, but I worked with a woman once. And this is like, um, I worked with a woman once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she should have been at home making dinner I know, I was like, god, I feel cheeky enough but I'm not married to them aloud um, I worked with this woman and she didn't work Fridays and just because it's so like drilled into me that the only reason a woman can't work Fridays is because she has children um, I was like, oh, um, how come you don't work Fridays? and then asked straight out if she had children um, yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking and she was like, because I've worked very hard a lot of my life and I don't like working Fridays <laughs> I like you. I like you a lot. Literally. Yes, I, that should be completely fine. 
even if but it's even that as well like i earned this for 10 years i grafted i worked seven days yeah. a week and it's like why you shouldn't have to you shouldn't no. have to literally sell your soul to the devil in order to you know make rent exactly and also oh, people have different energy levels and that kind of thing i i really believe i have lower amounts of energy than oh people. yeah i do i mean i realized on the podcast i kind of hype myself up and appear like this all the time my eternal state is is horizontal yeah yeah oh my god being horizontal is so good oh we were so hungover the other day i literally thought going vertical was gonna kill me i i think i slept for 14 hours that oh, bit was good. good the hangover was terrible I'm not, I'm not drinking till Christmas Day. I can't handle it. Oh, my God. I've like, I have like, I didn't think I had anything to drink yesterday. But I haven't been drinking much. I'll be having, like, two glasses of wine or something. So it's, it's good. By my old standards. Okay, I'd be interested to know, guys. So me and my boyfriend shared two bottles of wine and a bottle of Prosecco. I swear at uni, I'd have, like, bounced back from that. That would be great. That's a bottle and a half each. I know one of them is Prosecco, so you're not really meant to mix. But still. Oh, my God. How posh do I sound when I say Prosecco? <laughs> I, um, this is why yeah, I never drank I very much. The thing is, Marsha, the mm. thing is, the reason I can't drink very much is because I was as an elf, <laughs> my main food groups are sugar, and alcohol just doesn't overly it agree just with me. It messes up my levels and everything. As an elf, I can say this. As an elf. As an elf. I um, thought you were going to say some fat phobic thing, and um, that just reminded me, I wanted to bring this up. Um, so I've had to prop my camera up on a load of books to get the right angle, and it wasn't quite high enough. So I needed um, a fatter book, and I just thought this was perfectly fitting. Do you know what my fat book is to fill up the last space? It's uh, Sophie Hagen, Happy Fat, all about fat liberation. And I was just like, this is Happy Fat, you're the perfect size to bolster it up. And all the other books were too skinny, and they were no good. So... <laughs> So, good. well done. There's a little bit of fat phobia in here. Actually. Oh my god, Charles Dickens loves fat phobia. I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh, he, he loves fat phobia and he loves so, anti Semitism. <laughs> Why is he such a dick? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that cropped up too much in this one, but yeah, he does. I swear, isn't Scrooge? Isn't he like described as having. Is he described as having a hook nose? I can't remember, actually. I can't remember. Um, I think I've highlighted his description. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear how he's described. Yeah. Mm, well, let's get into it. Yeah. Well. Firstly, if you're not a massive reader, but you really want to know, like, the proper story of A Christmas Carol, because obviously there's a million mm. adaptions, they all vary a little bit, um, and you might be thinking, which one's probably the best? And I had to say, hands fucking down, it's not yeah, Christmas yeah. Carol hands down literally word for word passages like they tweak some little bits here and there like of course <laughs> but generally word yeah for word, it's pretty true it. i mean it is this is missing the songs <laughs> and the muppets they were missed <laughs> apparently bob cratchit isn't a frog i was shocked too <laughs> does, but, uh, um, does miss piggy appear and say i'm gonna raise you right off the pavement oh i'll raise you right off the pavement i'll give you a raise uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm here to give you a raise and I'm about to raise you right off the pavement uh, this hands down one of the best laughs she's my favourite <laughs> it's so good oh I'll raise you right off the pavement <laughs> Miss Piggy's great I remember when I she's was a so kid great. she was a bit loud and scary which is probably some like ingrained um, patriarchal views of like women must be meek and uh, accommodating and friendly and motherly but uh, growing up and you know developing brains uh, she's great. She's, <laughs> she's great. I love her so much. She's the best. So, um, as you can imagine, the story starts with Marley was dead to begin with. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> it's like he 
was dressed. Which is exactly how Muppets begins. It is. Yeah. As well. And then they're like, oh, what a creepy tale. It's good though. Kind of like chilling. It's like, oh, thank <laughs> you. Thanks. I'm just imagining he's written that himself. Like, do you find that chilling? I did. I thought it was rather good. Anyway, moving on. Well, basically, he goes on to say old Marley was dead as a doornail. And he's like, mind you, of all the of all the um, doornails, I wouldn't have thought um, a doornail was particularly dead. If anything, a coffin nail yeah. is more dead. But hey ho, that's how it is. And it's like, I feel you needed an editor. I feel like I feel we didn't need that. But I did also repeat it. So I think that's. Yeah, it definitely is an editor for that. It's just hilarious. It's kind of like, you know, your initial notes for making a book. It's like, you would think it would be coughing now. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> Literally. Like, oh, he's so up himself. So um, we meet Mr. Scrooge. Who? So, yeah, Marley and Scrooge were business partners. Marley's been dead for a while. And apparently we read it. It says this in the book, we really need to hound, hound home about the fact that Marley is dead because or else nothing else that follows will seem wondrous. <laughs> Just bear that in mind. Do you ever have it when you're telling someone about a dream and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you're like, it, it's, yeah, it's it a, dream. a dream. I said it was a dream. Oh, thank Oh my god! I kind of like have to be at the. I thought everyone was dead. I'm, like, I'm telling you about a dream I had. Just remember that. Like, okay, and then the interest just goes because no one likes to hear about other people's dreams, um, even if they're really I interesting. Do. I love. I've seen that thing, and it's sort of like um, every white girl. So I had a dream last night, and it's like I find them. I actually find them quite interesting. Sorry for people watching this on video. I just need to check something. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I didn't know whether I was covering my camera. There we go. <laughs> so. Uh, Marley is dead. He's very dead. Dead as a doornail or a coffin nail, if you prefer. Um, and him and Scrooge were business partners. Scrooge never got the sign changed above their door. It still sees Marley is that just and Scrooge, he's and cheap? he answers to both names. Yeah. yeah, but he answers to both names because people come and be like, "Is it Mr. Scrooge? Is it Mr. Marley?" He's like, "I'm Scrooge," but if people call him Marley, he's like, so "I'm like." Apart from both official things, I don't like that with the spelling of Marsha. I'm like, whatever you fucking want, mate. <laughs> No, I always correct people when they spell Katie wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you shall know. <laughs> With a Y. So yes, Scrooge mm. is, um, he's not very nice. Um, if you, again, this is literally just a homage to the Muppets Christmas Carol at this point because it's the best adaption. Mm. And I'm sorry, but it is literally word yeah. for word. So go watch it if you want to know more about the book. Mm. So in the Muppets Christmas Carol, yeah. we learn about Scrooge from the song like, there's a cold wind that will chill you, chill you to the bone. <laughs> and Amazing, yes. And I mean, it's pretty much what they say in yeah. this, just without the rhyming and the jaunty chew. Um, <laughs> so they did it better. They describe him as being as solitary as an oyster. I mean, I don't know much about how oysters live, but okay. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, I mean, you get like the lone wolf fight, yeah. which is also wrong because wolves wolves do travel in packs. So do, they do. But maybe that's why they're lonely. Oh, because they, they're meant to be in a pack. But it's not the lonely wolf. It's a lone wolf. I'm a bit of a lone wolf. But then, yeah, that is like I've broken off my pack and I'm doing but my own it, thing. The thing is that lone wolf is also code for you're a fuck boy who's yeah. not worth your time. Oh, absolute so. dickhead. Um, the oyster thing. All I can <laughs> think about is. Um, What's called? Alice in Wonderland, and uh, they were with their brothers and sisters. They were quite charming until yeah, they got so eaten. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe if he straight, maybe if he hangs up with his brothers and sisters, he'll get eaten. Maybe that's the um, the secret. Maybe it's meaning. Mother Oyster. She was quite lonely after all her kids got eaten. She did tell them not to go out. She did tell them to be fair, and you know what? She was right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Just like, well, now you're all dead kids, aren't you? I did tell you. This is why you gotta listen to your you. mom. 
forgot to listen. So this is how Scrooge is described. We'll see if it's um, anti-Semitic. I don't think it is. Okay. I might be thinking um, of something else. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't great, but mm. I just don't think it pops up too much in this book. Um, the cold within him froze his old features, nipped his pointed nose. Pointed nose, uh, maybe. Pointed. Mm. Mm. I knew there was something about the nose. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I feel, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. We're open to be educated um, on this or to do more yes, research. Very, so. Whatever you like. If you'd like to educate us, we're welcome. Mm -hmm. um, shriveled his cheeks, stiffened his gait, made his eyes red. He sounds terrifying. Shriveled his cheeks. His thin, <laughs> his thin lips blew and spoke out shrewdly in his grating voice. A frosty rhyme was on his head and on his eyebrows and his wiry chin. He carried on. He carried his own low temperature always about with him. He iced his office in the dog days and didn't thaw it one degree at Christmas. Scrooge, you're gonna die. Like, this whole intervention, it's not to do with, like, your moral outlook or anything. It's because, like, you can't be going around with blue lips. You've got some serious circulation issues. You need to get and to A&E. And red &E. eyes. Yeah, you need to get like, to A&E, bro. <laughs> it's not right. You know what? This next bit, when, he, you know, he's chilling in his counting house and Bob Cratchit's there all chilly. Bob Cratchit was in the corner feeling rather chilly. <laughs> his nose was getting runny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, festive chill. Um... Again, I'm, I, I, this is just going to be a complete homage to the Muppets Christmas mm. Carol because when his nephew Fred comes in, it's word for word the exact same scene. So that's just delightful. <laughs> I love Fred. He's a great guy. Um, <laughs> we all love Fred. Person. He's a real stand-up book. He's a real stand-up guy. Um, I, don't, I don't know why, but I just enjoy this. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I just make, made me giggle. <laughs> um, so, so, I, so this is a second-hand copy book. Yeah. And so someone else has highlighted... Um, and written a little note, um, and I don't know why, that's not even funny, it just entertains me. <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued. Um, and it's just um, Fred saying, a Merry Christmas, Uncle, God save you, cried a cheerful voice, and they've just written, even though he's poor, he's still cheerful. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> poor people aren't allowed to feel cheer, especially at Christmas. <laughs> you ain't got no capitalistic value, like, or you've got a smile bear. it, because like, Scrooge's whole thing is like, why are you so happy? You have no money. And he's like, why are you so miserable? You've got loads of money. And Scrooge is like, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, you got me there. You got me there. I mean, I don't know why. It just entertains me the idea of like a student being like, this is relevant. <laughs> so relevant. I can write a whole essay on this. Do it. I mean, well. to be fair, that is what school is, isn't it? It's like, I mean, you know, you could write an essay on the fact that Scrooge um, is chilly yeah you could um what it's was cold I... heart within not thawing him out <laughs> that is a, sorry just going back to um scrooge being like why are you happy you're poor that is a weak ass argument to throw out there there are just so many comebacks to that and then he's just like stumped you're like don't be throwing out these arguments if you haven't got anything to come back with it reminds me very small tangent of the time my um friend got uh cornered by someone like promoting christianity in sainsbury's nothing against christianity but um he said uh uh, basically, you won't be welcomed into eternal life if you don't follow this. And um, she was like, well, what if it's not real and you've spent your entire life following Christianity and when you come to the end, it was all for nothing? And you couldn't answer it. I could think of about five answers for that. And, <laughs> just, and he, it completely stumped him and he didn't know what to say. I'm like, and she was, she apologised. She was like, I'm really sorry. I kind of was just hoping to have a bit of a debate. I didn't I didn't mean to like shadow your whole belief system. <laughs> this have you seen, um, it's okay, this tangent's Christmassy. Yeah. Um, have you seen Miracle on 34th Street? No, I haven't actually. No. Oh my God, it's literally so good. Yeah. Um, so, so the setup is, is that real Father Christmas is in New York. Yeah. I think. Um, 
and he starts working as a like shop store Santa, oh. just like because he's obviously really good. Mm. He's really sweet, and it's like, oh, it's a bit I fun, am isn't it? This, to be fair, <laughs> he's like, to be fair, I am very good at this, and um. And then, like, so some other stuff. Like, another store is angry because they've got the best Santa. They so they try and frame him as being like a bad guy um, by provoking him, and he like smacks someone, and the person's like, "Oh my god, you wounded me so badly!" And so he gets taken off to prison. Oh god. Um, yeah, but like at this point, he's like, because he's like the best Father Christmas that this store's like ever had in all its history. Everyone's like, it's the real Father Christmas. I'm like, obviously, like, I mean, would you think everything... that? But anyway, Christmas cheer, Karis. Suspend well, belief, carry on. All the. <laughs> All the all the kids are like it's one hundred percent real Father Christmas, and obviously the, the papers are all playing it up and everything, being like yeah, the real Christmas, and then it's like fuck, real Father Christmas is in prison, and um, <clears throat> so they're like, and obviously he's like, well, I'm not being funny, mate. I can't go to prison. I've kind of got a big job tonight. Yeah. Um, and so then there's this court case of like this one guy who does, who's like, I know you're the real Santa, so I'll get you out, and he's like, thank you, friend. Get and... on it though. There's a court case over Christmas. No courts are open. Oh my god. It's like I'm, I'm stressed. <laughs> Guys, suspend Christmas Carol. What happens, Katie? <laughs> so, um, it's just really funny. So they're like, so this one guy's trying to prove that he is Father Christmas by bringing in by bringing in people being like, um, have you met? Have you ever told your children that this was the real Father Christmas? So like, and they're like, well, yeah. So they even like they get uh, like so all of this is going on, and then the other guys like bringing like, in character like, references. <laughs> And then there's the other guy who's against it is like bringing in like people being like I've been to the North Pole there's no sign of life there and everything like that. Um, and then <laughs> the best part is uh, there's this little girl in it and she like gives a one dollar bill to the um, to the judge because yeah. the judge wants to let Father Christmas know but he's like I cannot say in good heart like in good faith that Father Christmas is real in the court like i can't say that and so he's gonna like send him to prison and he's like sad about it but then the little girl gives him a christmas card with a one dollar bill in it and on the one dollar bill it's a dollar bill it says in god we trust and it's circled it and it's just like if you want to start poking holes in the fact that i believe in father christmas i'm gonna get real up in there about god and it's such like okay then we won't push it that one anymore then <laughs> i like that that's good that it's kid is so funny <laughs> also you know who the kid is who? Oh, Matilda. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I did know that. Yeah, Matilda. It's yeah. so good. I just love it. Well, if you're going to start poking holes in my fragile belief in Christianity, I guess we'll leave that to one side. You'll go have a very good Christmas or a Merry Christmas. I mean, respect to so all religions, but I do find it really weird. Like, especially in like America with the president and stuff, when they just sort of say, we're putting our trust in God with this, we're doing this. And like, even like in our country, we've had prime ministers say stuff about God and everything. You're like, for like a multi-faith uh, uh, country with people from loads of different religions, that I don't want you to put your hands in God because of your faith in God to like to take control of there. this. Yeah, that's just you kind of like, um, that's Boris Johnson saying, I actually have no control over this. I, the, the lockdown is going to have to end on the, on the 2nd of December. I have no control of it. He yeah. has. Like, he has. I'll take it up with him. <laughs> I mean, well, when do I you just... he's trying like, to purge us. Because then you get, like, obviously, like, I, there is a limit and they haven't, like, you know, actually, like, come out on, like, the stage. But other countries, you know, do come out on stage and, like, well, I just had a chat with God and uh, now this is what we're doing because God said it. So anyone want to come at me, you're a blasphemer. So, uh, yeah, fuck you. We're doing this. <laughs> you can't do so that. Bad. So bad. <laughs> anyway, Christmas. <laughs> Back to a Christmas carol. So Scrooge um, tells his, his nephew that he won't go to have Christmas dinner with him. And his nephew's like, 
okay uncle i will try every year because i care about you and i'm a nice person and you suck and you have literally have nothing else <laughs> i'm a nice person literally and so then like bob cratchit is there shivering in the corner he's like merry christmas bob have a wonderful christmas he's like you too fred and it's like see some nice person yeah. um and so then scrooge goes home that evening and uh he gets up so where he lives um it's like this big old house that's like in this not it's like it's not like a rundown side of town it's just not a homely side of town you know like it is expensive but it's not like a house house it's like more like business offices oh, and nice. so scrooge rents most of them out as business offices mm. most of like the rooms and oh, it used okay. to be marley's so it's just like it is cold it is barren it is not a nice home yeah um and so when he gets there, he like looks at his um his door knocker, which he's never really paid attention before, and he sees a very familiar face. And then <laughs> let any man explain to me, if he can, how it happened that Scrooge, having his key in the lock of the door, saw in the knocker, without its undergoing any intermediate process of change, not a locker, but Marley's face. You would shit, to be fair. You would shit. Marley's face. It was not impenetrable shadow as the other objects in the yard were, but had a dismal light about it, like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. <laughs> it had a dismal light about it. I didn't know lobsters produced their own light source. When you said it, I was like, oh, because it, it smells. And I was like, wait, he didn't say it smelt. You wouldn't say a door knocker smelt. <laughs> what is the <this> simile? <laughs> A, di a bad lobster in a dark <laughs> Is he just looking around at random shit? Like, lobster was quite a normal thing to eat back there. And he's like, um, just looks at his dinner like, that was a bad lobster. Like a bad lobster in a... Oh, it's quite dark in here. A dark... Mm, cellar. <laughs> cellar. I'm so good at what I do. <laughs> dark lobster. Okay. It had a dismal light about it. Like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. This, I, I just want to say, guys, this is why we do Unclassical, because these are the kind of fucking gems that don't make it into TV adaptations. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, Marley, is that you? You have a dismal light about you, like a, like a bad lobster in a dark cellar. Like, so the cellar there, is like, pitch sorry, black. So, yeah, lobsters don't produce so, light. Lobsters oh. now produce their own light source, but only when they're naughty. <laughs> Or going off. Is this a thing? It's like rots. Can it become luminous? Like, no. No. It's not a thing. Not not a thing. So Amazing. Happened. Brilliant. Best simile I've ever heard. Moving on. <laughs> it was not angry or ferocious, but looked at Scrooge as Marley used to look, with ghostly spectacles turned up upon its ghostly forehead. The hair was curiously stirred, as if by breath or hot air, and though the eyes were wide open, they were perfectly motionless. That and its livid colour made it horrible, but its horror seemed to be, in spite of the face and beyond its control, rather than a part of its own expression. So... It just comes from horror, so hor it's horror incarnate. So it's it's scary. It's um, scary in the day. I like that he's like, it looked at Scrooge how he used to look, and then describes like this really horrific stuff. Like, is that how he used to look? Just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so did you not hear the, the description office? of Scrooge at the beginning? These men are terrifying. <laughs> you wouldn't borrow money off them. Because that's what they are, aren't they? They're money lenders. There's like, would you like some money? No, you look horrible. <laughs> No, I'm alright, thanks. There must be other moneylenders in town, not just you two horrors. Well, maybe, I don't know. Um, and so, so Scrooge is like, Ugh! and like runs inside, because yeah. he's like, fuck that shit. Um, and upon its coming in, the dying flame... Oh wait, where am I? I don't know. Oh yeah, I skipped a little bit. Um, 
so yeah he goes inside and he's like that was fucking weird I'm gonna go to bed. Um, so before he goes to bed, because he is like, because you know, he's still like, that must have just been a trick of the light. I must be overtired, or I, yeah. I can feel I'm getting a little bit of a cold, so it mm-hmm. must have just be my in my nose. head. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna. He's still a bit a little freaked out. So he's like, I'm gonna just quickly check around my rooms just to make mm. sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so as a little look around, doesn't find anything. Sits down to a bowl of gruel because apparently gruel <laughs> is what you eat when you have a cold and you're mega rich. So. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That is it. It's like he stepped onto a bowl of gruel. He felt he had a cold coming. Like, okay. Aye. 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 I don't know why, like, because when I read these things, I'm like, that's a weird detail to focus on. And then I focus on it because it entertains me. (laughs) You should have edited that out. Well, I'm going to pick at it. I'm going to pick it apart now. (laughs) And they're like, why do you complain about us not editing when these are the parts you focus on? And I'm like, fair. Fair, fair. Fair. I I enjoy them. They entertain me. <laughs> I enjoyed the moments. I'm just saying it could yeah. have been stronger without it. But yeah. But so um so he starts hearing like noises coming up the stairs and he's like, humbug, it's humbug. Um and they're like getting closer and closer. You can feel like the sound of like dragging chains on the Ooh. floor. And he's like sat in his room with the door like bolted and everything, and he's sat by his little mini like little So when fire, he says like, it's humbug, it's humbug, that's him being like, It's nothing, it's nothing. Oh it's, it's yeah. but a humbug. Yeah, he's like, It's humbug. It's just humbug, it's nothing. Um, <laughs> but then uh, like so he's like the door's locked, it's fine. But it comes through the door. <gasps> Upon its coming in, the dying flame leapt up and though it cried as though it cried, I know him, Marley's ghost, and fell again. The same face, the very same, Marley in his pigtail, usual waistcoat, tights and boots, classy. classy. The tassels of the latter bris- bristling like his pigtail, and his coat skirts and the hair upon his head. The chin the chain he drew he drew was clasped about, about his middle. It was long and wound about him like a tail, and it was made, for Scrooge observed it closely, of cash boxes, keys, padlocks, oh. ledgers, deeds, and heavy curses wrought in steel. His body was transparent, so that Scrooge observing him. Do you know what that him, fucking sounds like? That is your original what? Pandora bracelet. <laughs> With the charms. And I'm sorry ugly. to everyone who's um, loving boyfriend got them a Pandora bracelet for Christmas, <laughs> or um, just the charm. Just get them the charm. The mum bought them the, the main bracelet. I just get her a charm. Yeah. So, just as a warning to you all, that is a slug boy. Yeah. And if you like them, come on, yep. come on. If you like them, <laughs> do better. <laughs> like, they're so ugly. <laughs> and literally, Marley's realize, rocking in in one. <laughs> I realise I cannot judge people's fashion when I am dressed as an elf, wearing literal baubles in my ears. <laughs> but I'm still doing better than you. Still doing better than someone wearing... Oh, and the ones that are, like, covered in charms. And they're like, this one's got a, a four-leaf clover because I like to feel lucky. <laughs> like, oh, my God! Get this a one's got a heart because it represents my nan. Oh, oh my God. We're so horrible. I'm they're sure it's so horrible. They're you know oh you know it's a little charm bracelet it's like three quid a charm it's just funny da, 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 da. but they're like isn't like you can spend like a hundred quid on like a charm I swear. yeah I average 40 but you can spend like a hundred you can spend more than that like ridiculous no. <laughs> so you, I mean, you're telling me on your wrist right now you're wearing about 500 pounds worth of shit 
like of tacky ugly shit and it's also Chunky, it's not like ugly shit it's not like diamonds which hold their value to a, a reasonable amount which you can resell i swear pandora holds no value whatsoever so it's just useless shit it's capitalistic made by, shit. Made by slaves made by made slaves, by slaves. Capitalistic, I mean, exploitative probably, shit. At least this is cute. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas, you dickhead. <laughs> well, Just I didn't really get so angry about Pandora. <laughs> I think we all need to calm down, have a glass of wine, and leave the Christmas uh, Christmas arguments with the after dinner bits. Yeah, leave it there. Simmer down. It's if Christmas anyone got a Pandora uh, necklace uh, or bracelet today, <laughs> break shit. <laughs> Uh, it's just like if you got one today, I'm sure it's lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's really thoughtful, really sentimental, really nice. Everyone's really nice that got that for you. Was it a group Mar uh, present from your old fa whole family? They chipped in. Marsha, <laughs> yeah, can you fuck it. I, I know they wouldn't because you know we have taste. Um, but can you imagine if like you got one like that was like a gift from like Ross and his parents, and like I got one from like James and his like parents, just up there like. And then they listen to this, just like... Oh, Ross knows not to get me a Pandora bracelet. So does James, but can yeah. you just imagine? Yeah. Like, obviously this one's nice. This one, obviously this one's lovely. I love it. I thought you were going to say, can you imagine in like, you know, a distant, distant future, if we actually had any success with this, um, if Pandora offered like a sponsorship, like, oh, I'll do that, fuck it. Not <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Just like casually what... take this Christmas special off the internet. <laughs> I love, love them. <laughs> They're great. Let's <laughs> move that to the side. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, back. back to the guests. Back to the anyway, book. Uh, you know who you can cut that bit out. What? Disney should sponsor us because this is just a, this is just an hour yeah. long, hour and a half long advert for Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, so go yeah. get Disney Plus. Yeah. So go do it, guys. <laughs> So Disney give me free shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. So hilarious. Again, straight out of Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Well, Muppets took it straight out of the book. <laughs> <clears throat> so Scrooge is still being like, I don't believe that there's actually a ghost standing here. Uh, anything can like, you know, I could be ill. I, you could be a piece of cheese. Yes, there's more of gravy than of grave about you, whatever you are. All you've had to eat is gruel, Scrooge. So where are those bits of food in your stomach right now? But then it goes on to say, Scrooge was not much in the habit of cracking jokes, nor did he feel in his heart by any means waggish then. I was like, I thought it was pretty waggish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... I like a pun, Scrooge, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That was a... <laughs> from me. <laughs> Just in the corner. Funny. <laughs> it's like, you don't often crack a joke, but when you do, yeah, yeah, you, you come through. There's, there's more of gravy of you than of grave. <laughs> Class. Class. Great. Round Imagine applause. being terrified and coming out with that gold dust. <laughs> oh my god, I had the best one last night. I was just thinking I had something good the other day. So um I've put on weight in uh, lockdown, it's been a hard year. Who and hasn't? Yeah, I know who hasn't. Um and not being fat phobic or anything, but I just felt a bit sluggish and I said to um Ross, uh, it probably is a bit based in fat phobia, um and um I said to um, my partner, I was like, I'm not like, you know, getting hung up or anything about it because I just figure we've had a lot of um, stuff on our plates this year, so you might as well fucking eat it. <laughs> so, it's the best way. All on your plate. So good. Because, <laughs> 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 like, mm. I mean, it was very good. Well done. Mm. 
together. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just like we've had, I've heard it like completely sincerely, like we've had a lot on our plates this year, so, well, you might as well eat it. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> Get some enjoyment out of food while you can. Yeah, food. And it's Christmas, guys. Slight tangent, but it's relevant because Christmas. Mm. I know some of y'all be seeing it too because I'm seeing it. Just because it's Christmas doesn't mean you need to lose oh. out on your fitness journey. You know, don't wait till January to start on the fitness journey. Put those people, take them off your newsfeed, and flick them in the sea. It's Christmas. Eat 78 roast potatoes and pudding. <laughs> I haven't Do seen it. anyone doing that, but my feed is quite carefully curated. I, I am aware they are out there. So yes, curate your they feed, are guys. There. They are toxic. They are liars. Mm. 78 roast potatoes. Feed yourself the roast potatoes and feed yourself positivity. That's what you got to do. Also, any fucker that tells you that they're going to go all out on Christmas Day and have like, I don't know, four roasties is a cunt. Yeah, it's a dickhead and you don't need them in your life. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. It's yeah. 78. <laughs> 78 at least. And I'm not talking 78 bits of a potato. I'm talking 78, I'm talking 78 potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> and jacket potatoes. Not your idols. Not your idols. Jacket potatoes. 70. We might not have enough oven space, but 78. <laughs> there must be 78 <laughs> potatoes. On everyone's plate. That's <laughs> what you need. I'm I'm fully down for it. We're going to have, we're having um, cooked camembert, you know, dippy camembert as a starter before Christmas dinner. No, it's going to be great. I, I won't go into what we're having. We've already had a Christmas dinner, so we're not having Christmas food on Christmas Day because I can't be fucked to make it. And I'm the only so one that really cooks. you're not having 78 potatoes. I might not even have Where one potato. Eight potatoes. <laughs> Where are your 78, 78 potatoes? <laughs> She's really, really, really tickled herself there. There must be 78 potatoes. So take that forward, guys. You heard it here. Look, in Father Christmas's workshop where I live, every Christmas day, we have 78 roast potatoes. And I'm just very passionate about that. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Marley goes on to tell Scrooge, he's like, look, mate, look at all my chains. They're really heavy. <laughs> They're and really I am bound. Heavy. They're not and blingy. And I am bound to carry... They're not blingy. They look like Pandora shit. Yeah. Uh, ugly as fuck. It's not trendy. I'm not into it. <laughs> but I am forced to carry it forever because I was a prick. Yeah. <laughs> You're a worse prick than I am. Like He's literally describing Pandora clients. Sorry, sorry, carry on. I won't get caught up in it. <laughs> I'm a prick. Yeah, but yeah. literally. <laughs> so... Yeah, he. So he's like, you have to, you have to do better, and um, Scrooge is just sort of like, this is all humbug, I tell you. And at this, the spirit raised a frightful cry and shook its chain with such a dismal and appalling noise that Scrooge held on tight to his chair to save himself from falling into a swoon. <laughs> <laughs> Grab on tight, lads, we're swooning! <laughs> like, okay, your precious flower, you should probably have eaten more today than gruel. You need yeah. something more, otherwise you will get lightheaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this actually isn't a ghost story. It's just about malnutrition. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you will hallucinate yeah. if you do not eat your seventy-eight potatoes. It cannot exist enough. <laughs> Again, about the seventy-eight potatoes. It's very important for Christmas <laughs> to eat your seventy-eight goddamn potatoes. 
Um, so this episode is going to be called 78 Potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we found the title. Um, and, but so, Scroo so Marley's like, yeah, I was a dickhead in life. This is why I'm cursed to carry like this. And Scrooge's like, but you were always a good man of business. Um, and then he realised he's talking about himself as well. And I'd just like to bring this all home to the Tories. Oh, right, yeah. Stab it. Stab it. You stab it right now. Stab it. I was going right to say... You're going to have some pretty heavy chains. <laughs> Especially you, Boris. You literally cancelled Christmas. You suck. Boris will have a Pandora sponsorship next year. Like, he's going to be covered head to toe. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, um, if yeah someone was talking about, like, you know, you as a person, and you're like, and they were like, I'm pretty shitty. Like, I don't know. You run a pretty good business. Like, fucking thanks. <laughs> that's got nothing to do with anything. If anything, that's all... I mean, obviously you get many business owners who are good, but just sort of like, yeah. in the context of this, they're pretty But then if like, you have a business owner that's good, you probably wouldn't lead with, you run a, a good business, but like, really nice, you do own, this. Yeah, da, 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 yeah da. if that's the only redeeming feature, like, you're a pretty good businessman, like. Yeah, be like, you're a dickhead, Ben. I'm like, fucking facts, Ben, you're like, oh, that's Tories. Like, yeah, they probably would say that. And if it's, you said that to a Tory, like, you're good at business, they probably really, really like that. Yeah. What a Again, sad little life. Tories. A sad little life you live. <laughs> Again, back to my theory that all Tories are Slytherins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theory. You heard it here first in classical. <laughs> facts. So, um, yeah, Marley's like, you're going to be visited by three spirits um, over the course of the next three nights. So it isn't Christmas Eve just yet, just to put it out there. Um, well, I don't agree with that, but okay. I suppose Dickens is allowed to write his own story. So... This is the thing, and we're going to come back to it, because I have seen an adaption of this where they do do it's all on a different night, and each day he goes about his day, and it's really fucking boring. Oh. Because obviously on the first day he hasn't learned very much, and yeah. then on the second day he's learned a bit, but he's still like, oh, I'm still weird and unsure, so like, although I feel the guilt now, I'm not going to act on it. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, I'm stopping funny, but this is like a two-hour book. And it was like a two and a half hour film. So, but just like to take it back, maybe a little too dark. But isn't this like people challenging their own, like you know, white supremacy and inner racism? Like first, of all, like no, and then the second day, you're like, I might be a bit of a dickhead. I might have had like you know some blinkers on to certain things. And then like by the third day, you're like, we are all complicit in white supremacy and white privilege and everything, and we we all need to do a lot better. You boy, no, stop telling people what to do. Uh, but yeah they go and learn from it if you're going to take anything from today's episode dear listeners give the christmas present of not being a fucking racist yeah literally this tonight at your christmas dinner when good old uncle well mm, not this christmas because um the tories cancelled it when you're on zoom later to your good old uncle bob and he makes a racist joke don't laugh along don't laugh don't laugh you out. don't have to get angry. You don't have to get angry. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't have to get angry. You can just be like, that's actually offensive for X, Y, and Z. And if he gets angry, you don't need that kind of negativity in your 78 that, potato life. Also, that is the bonus of this year. If he starts getting angry back at you, you can be like, well, I've done my Bob. educating part. Bob, up you go, Uncle Bob. Fuck you. You can just hang up on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Education. Education, guys. So... <clears throat> Marley's like, well... I just I mean, want to put a little caveat, though. If, if it's uh, particularly tolling on you, and especially for people of colour, um, it's not your job to educate other people, but you can say you're actually oh, yeah. racist right now and you should go educate yourself. Boom! Bye, Uncle Bob. Yeah. Go. That's yeah. the thing. At this point, it's not, it's not, people of, it's not black people's jobs yeah. to educate. Yeah. It is our job to do better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have dealt with enough. Um, <laughs> My God, that's kind of the point. They've dealt with enough, guys. Jesus. Yeah. Stop trying to get them to do more. You suck! Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, Marley's like, well, look, mate, I know you might not like it, but they're coming. So the first one's going to come when the clock That's not a chewing. They're coming. Oh. They're coming. <laughs> oh, God. Come back. Here I come, the ghosts. Here I come, the ghosts. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So Marley heads out the window. It's a ghost. It's not going to fall. It's going to be okay. And um, Scrooge Ow, goes... ghost. I can do the shit. <laughs> Scrooge follows and looks out. The air was filled with phantoms, wandering hither and thither in restless haste and moaning as they went. Every one of them wore chains like Marley's ghost. Some Ooh. few, they might be guilty governments. Let's be mm. honest, the governments are wearing many, they are, many they chains. Are. Were linked, um, they were linked together. None were free. Many had been personally known to Scrooge in their lives. He had been quite familiar with one old ghost in a white waistcoat with a, mon with a monstrous iron safe attached to its ankle who cried piteously at being unable to assist a wretched woman with an infant whom it saw below upon a doorstep. Ooh, that is chilling. They should put that in some dark version and definitely have it's... some well-known politicians that are dead walking around. It's in, um, I think it's in the, um, the Jim Carrey version, which is shit, I'm just saying. Oh, sorry, it's I shit. So that part's obviously like canon, and then I just like obviously they you know they follow the basic structure of the film. But I mean it's not like Muppets Christmas Carol. So yeah, it's not, it's not good. Well, even, it's not the Muppets or Mickey's Christmas Carol. So what's even the point? Yeah, I don't like it. Sorry guys, I'm just taking my so, tights off. I'm getting a hot over here. So um, I'm going to show you the picture of the first spirit, but we'll also put it on it on um, up on our Instagram for mm -hmm. you guys as well because it's fucking scary. God. So. Clock tolls one, and uh, Scrooge is there in his bed, like, <laughs> and then the curtains by his face, because it's his full poster bed, gets ripped open, and a light comes shining in at him, and he sees a strange face. It was a strange figure, like a child, yet not so like a child as like an old man, viewed through oh. some supernatural medium, which gave him the appearance of having receded from the view and being diminished to a child's proportions. It's, it's hair Benjamin which hung Button. around. Yeah, it's hair which hung about its. It hang about its neck and down its back was white as if with age and yet the face had not a wrinkle in it and the tenderest bloom was on the skin it's also Ew. freakishly muscular Ew! that makes it worse because they're strong and grabby up this way a bit Katie's just aligning to the camera no cover your own face oh. because your face is in shot but come closer can't see <laughs> come closer <laughs> uh what Oh, I was looking at him and I was like, he looks like fucking Dobby. Oh no, that's the kid. The kid's chilly. The kid looks kind of like an 80s rocker though. He's got that kind of like blonde shaggy hair thing going on. You can yeah, imagine him I'm... yeah, singing some song. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to show the, my camera again to make sure they've got it. I see. Yes. yes, we have to have the video call guys and then the filming camera. Two different things. Yes. So yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. And uh, Scrooge on. looks a lot like Creature or Dobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you, you're coming with me. And Scrooge's <laughs> like, I don't fucking think so, mate. And he's like, I don't care what you think, you're coming with me. <laughs> um, Come on so, and so, And then he's like, to the window with you. And Scrooge is like, um, I'm mortal, I will, I will die. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it, you're a bit shit anyway. <laughs> so he grabs him and they fly out the window. Yeah. Um, and then, so this is how it's described. The grasp, though gentle, as a woman's hand, was, um, was not to be resisted. Fuck off. Women are gentle, demure. Did you say the grasp? Or the glass? Grasp. Oh, grasp. Right. 
I was like, I can't even get involved with that. If, did he just fall out the window onto the grass? It wasn't meter resistant, <laughs> and he died. Oh. <laughs> and that's that's why it's such a short book. <laughs> the grass was not to be resisted when he splattered into it in a thousand pieces. Um, sorry, the grass was not to be resisted. Oh, of the child, which was gentle. I'm with you. Yeah, fuck off, women being gentle. The child that's also an old man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very weird. Mm. Ew, sorry, that's the gentle, firm grass. I'm like, come with me. No, oh, ew, don't touch me. Creepy. <laughs> so it takes him out the window and then it flies away and they arrive at Scrooge's old school. And something that's not in The Muppets Christmas Carol or many versions that I've seen, hmm. he starts to cry and just cries pretty much continuously throughout this oh. whole thing. And I get it's sad looking back on your shitty childhood, but come on. Yeah. It's no. Christmas. It's Christmas. Let's off the boohoo's, Martha. I'm going to be a better person now. I just feel that visually, obviously, you're entitled to your emotions so you can cry if you want to cry. But I just feel from a storytelling point of view, and maybe it's good, maybe we should have more images of men crying. But personally, I just get the image of like, ah, throughout, a bit, a bit annoying. A bit annoying. And also... At the time, I don't think Dickens was particularly out there being like, we need more strong male characters who are willing to show their vulnerable side. He's just being like, and I can't really be bothered to do more character arches with this one. So, um, yeah, he was still bawling. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's a bit much. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, so Scrooge looks back at his old, uh, his childlike self. All the other boys have gone off home for Christmas. And... Um, He's like remembering all the books he used to read, like Robinson Crusoe, Alibaba, that used to keep him company. Crusoe, long... Crusoe is like his gangster. Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, that's the, one, that's the one he's reading. Why am I saying it now? What's his first name? Robinson. Robinson. I couldn't think. I had Jonathan in my head and Robert, and I was like, it's neither of those, but it's, it's something. It's <laughs> in something. The Robinson Crusoe. Yeah, coming. Robinson Crusoe, man. I didn't read it, Scrooge did. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, so he's remembering all of that and he's like looking at his um, sad, um, his like little sad boy self and he's all like, Sad mm, life. Sad little life, Scrooge. <laughs> so the spirit's like, Why? What's, what's, what's with you then? And he's like, Nothing. There was a boy singing Christmas carols at my door last night. I should like to have given him something, that's all, because he like shooed the little boy away when he came to call last night. So he's learning. He's learning. He's, he's doing learning. better. <laughs> We're all growing here. Then we see like the years go by and everything. And this is where it differs from the Christmas from a Muppet's Christmas Carol, actually. Um, so in the Muppet's Christmas Carol, we obviously see I don't know why I'm obsessed with it, but yeah. <laughs> We obviously see his like schoolmaster come in and tell him like off you go to be an apprentice now bye. Mm. But what actually happens is his little sister runs in and she's like Ebenezer Ebenezer you were to come home and spend Christmas with us forever and ever. Father is so much kinder now and he's like ah, Father um, <laughs> So he gets to go home and spend Christmas with oh. his sister who is his nephew Fred's mum. Yes. Yeah, just for yeah no i did need that i wouldn't have put that together yeah mm -hmm. yeah um and although this doesn't say i think we can um establish that one of the reasons he is so cold towards fred is because the only friend he ever had really or who was close to him and showed him proper kindness was his little sister and she and he probably finds because she died really young because she was sickly and so he probably finds you know like the just like the image of fred quite 
challenging because it just we don't know if she died really in childbirth, her. do we? Like, I'm wondering if that's something like all the childbirth. I think she. Her. I think she died like shortly after. So it is all Fred's fault. It was Fred's fault, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, Fred, you should have done better. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then we go to um, meet um, Fuzzy Wig and see what's going on with him, um, who is his employer. I know, it's a great name. Um, Fuzzy Wig, actually, not Fuzzy Wig, but... Fuzzy Wig. <laughs> Fuzzy Wig. <clears throat> Fuzzy Wig. <laughs> Much better. And... So again, this is just me being silly. But um, So there's two apprentices, Ebenezer and Richard. And we just... And so the first thing we hear Fuzzy Wig say is, Yoo-hoo there, Ebenezer, dick. <laughs> But we haven't been introduced to Richard at this point, so I just was just like just calling him out straight out and saying it. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, you, dickhead. Yeah, you. Oh, right. Ebenezer, <laughs> dick. <laughs> You're just like I'm very accurate. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I love so they it. have funny. like they have like a massive. So he's like, it's Christmas Eve. Like, let's pack up early and have a massive dead party. Let's have a great time. Clearly, before Corona times when that got cancelled. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Thanks yeah. Boris. So they have a BG time, have a great party. And yeah, have a great time. Um and um So he's he's like and so now um Ebenezer's reflecting, being like, he was such a good master to us, like, you know, we never wanted for anything. He made the work fun, he made us, you know, like we'd have done anything for him because we were just so happy to help him because he was such a good boss. Yeah. Hmm. And this way it's like, what's wrong now? And he's like, it's just I should like to be able to say a word to my clerk just now. That's all. And it's like because oh, obviously he's not very nice yeah. to um to um yeah. Bob. So yeah, yeah. he's Learning. not very nice to Bob. To be fair, he's, yeah, he's not. not very nice to Bob. So I can see why you're feeling that way, Scrooge. You are a bit of a dick. So then, like, so it's like I've got one more. I've got um, another thing to show you. Uh, so he's like, I think you remember this young lady, and we see Isabel, who um, was Scrooge's love interest and everything. Um, yes, when you and... said Isabel, I kind of, my brain died and I thought that was his sister and I was like, oh, we're heading into these waters again, are we? All right, let's strap in, yeah. right? <laughs> so it, his, his girlfriend, and she's just basically like, it, I mean, it's like, she, they're at a funeral and she's sad and Ebenezer's being a bit like, so we don't know whose funeral it is, but she's like, so we're not going to get married because you've changed? And he's like, well, <laughs> I don't like money now. And she's like, yeah. So I don't really think we can be together anymore. And he's like, look, I've never actually said I don't want to be with you. And she's like, no, not in words, but you don't Passion. love me. Yeah. I'm, I am a poor girl. I can give you nothing. I don't have a dowry. All you care about is money. So clearly this isn't okay. going to work anymore. And he's like, oh, why didn't I? Well, I didn't say those words, but it is like you've read my mind. <laughs> it's like we're one mind. Like, oh my God. Like, it's so <laughs> we should totally do something like, sometimes. You are so unhot to me. <laughs> like you're right you are poor and it's kind of gross ew um, poor nasty <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say it's like a funeral and she's upset and he was like cracking on or something like no, funerals totally make your heart 21, 22, 22 could you not count your money right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so rich I could afford this funeral like 10 times over woo <laughs> literally so um yeah and Scrooge is like please don't show me anymore like I know I lost out and like fucked up big time I did love her and I messed up and the spirit's like you don't want to see anymore would it upset you if I showed you what her life is like right now 
I haven't seen this version. I want to see I what know. her life's, life's like now. So um, she's like an older maid, like an older yeah. lady now. Um, so, you know, like, but she's still like very sweet and nice and everything. Oh. And her daughter is like the splitting image of her. They're sat mm. by the fire having a BG time. Um, and I think it's like her daughter's children. So like she's the grandma. Yeah. Are like running around having a great time, and uh, this is Dickens getting involved because yeah, mm. like the, there's like a few kids running around, the daughter and Isabel like sitting by the fire having a great time. Oh, what would I not have given to be one of them? Though I never could have been so rude. No, no, I wouldn't for the wealth of all the world have crushed that braided hair and torn it down, and for the precious little shoe, I wouldn't have plucked it off. God bless my soul to save my life. As to measuring her waist in sport, as they did. Bold young brute, I couldn't have done it. I should have expected my arm to have grown round it for a punishment, and never come straight again. And yet I should have dearly liked, I own, to have touched her lips, to have questioned her, that she might have opened them, to have looked upon the lashes of her downcast eyes, and never raised a blush, to have let loose waves of hair, an inch of which would be a keepsake beyond price. In short, I should have liked, I do confess, to have had the lightest license of a child and yet been man enough to know its value. I'm really lost. I don't really understand what he wants. I don't, literally, I'm just like, what? He wants a lock of her hair, but he... And he wants what to kiss her whole... what and was like, the whole, like, measure her waist. Brain? Yeah, what was the... I'm guessing, like, has she gotten a bit bigger in, like, later life because her favourite pastime is eating? Because, you know, fuck off. Just let me live my life. Because uh, he says, like, the sport of waste I think he's talking about her daughter, because they're all sort of like, well, her daughter's fit because she's old. Before you said that bit, I was going to say, like, if this was a different book, it would end up with Scrooge marrying the daughter, literally. Like, if I, when I say different book, I mean same author, but, you know, just a slightly different trajectory narrative, of narrative. yeah. And when you said, like, the daughter's got children, I'm like, oh, that won't happen because she's another man's property. But if she was single, Scrooge would definitely cop off with her. Yeah, um, so I don't really yeah. know what happened there. No, I don't. So he wants a lock of her hair, but he wants to be a child. He wants to kiss her. He wants to... He, so he, he doesn't to like a crushed shoe. He wouldn't have crushed a shoe. He's Oedipus. He wants to be her child, but also sleep with her. Oh, my God. This oh, is what like, I'm getting oh, she's so from it. Oh, she's so motherly and nice. I want her to look after me, but also, like, sip her a cheeky finger, because, lol, I'm a man, and lol, uh, lol, lol, lol. And he's like, but I never would, because, well, incest. <laughs> Yeah, incest, correct. You can't be someone's kid and, like, you know, go off with them. But, my God, don't we all just have that thing? Like, you know, breastfeed me, mommy. And, you know, it's, it gets complicated. For sure, complicated. Like, it's weird. Is that... <laughs> We're taking massive liberties with that. I don't know. That's... <laughs> I don't know. And I'm scared. Literally, I just highlighted that because I was just, like, reading it, like... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> What's happening now? Dickens does do a lot of, like, um... Not incentives. What's the word? Tangents, um, where he's just... No, um, weak insinuations. He does do a lot of insin insinuations. You're like... What are you trying to insinuate here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I'm very confused. <laughs> so we shall go on confused, but judging. Judging so, confusion. So now that he finds himself back in his own room in bed, and it's nearly one o'clock again. So he's like, oh, um, I guess I've slept all the night, so best guess I better get up. No, it's still dark, and the clock is to tolling for um, quarter, oh, like quarter to twelve, quarter to one in the morning rather than the oh, afternoon day. Yeah, I don't know that they talk differently, but apparently they do. Um, if so, that's very well. Surely you could just tell by the light outside. I was going to say that's very clever, but well, that's it's also the thing, not it's... needed. Well, that's the thing because it's dark out, so he's like, "Did I sleep 
yeah. all through the day. So this is why every other version is like they're going to be visit you all in one night because mm. they don't go into the days. What and... Yeah. Yeah. It's a really nice thing. Yeah. So strange he... details, Dickens. Strange details. Yeah. Strange <laughs> details, Katie, that you could have just glossed over, but instead decided to fixate on. Why are you like this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. These are the, these are the parts that I obsess over. So it gets to like one o'clock, and he and but no like figure comes to him. So he's like, oh, there's like a light in the my other room, so I'll go in there. And there's a giant sitting in there, surrounded by like festoons of food and like decorations all around and everything. Just walking in, like you look shocked. I was not expecting this. I was not expecting a feast. I'm very happy. And yeah. it says, I am the ghost of Christmas present. Look upon me. And this gets funnier. Mm. It was clothed in one simple deep green robe or mantle bordered with white fur. This garment hung so loosely on the figure that its capacious breast was bare, as if disdaining to be warded or concealed by any artifice. Its feet, observed beneath the ample folds of the garment, were also bare, and on its head it wore no other covering than a holly wreath. Set, set here and there with shining icicles. Its dark brown curls were long and free, free as its genial face, its sparkling eye, its open hand, its cheery voice, its unconstrained demeanour, and its joyful air. But oh. I just enjoy the look upon me. Look I'm upon barely me. clothed. <laughs> we must cast off our robe. Literally, look upon, me. Look upon me, Scrooge. <laughs> look at my breast. <laughs> Got my ample bosom. An ample belly. Can I interest you in some turkey? <laughs> like, that is a man who's got grade A body confidence going right there. And that's how I'm going to introduce myself. I've also, just for anyone watching the video, decided to put some holly in my hat. The uh, Very nice. inspired me. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Hey. hey. Um, so, the spirit... Um, take Scrooge out into the world he's like I'm gonna I am the ghost of Christmas present I will show you what Christmas is and again if you will refer to my main source um the Muppets Christmas Carol they will mm -hmm. now sing it's in the singing of the church quarter choir it's giving love to a mother or a brother but not like Oedipus because that's not Christmas that's called yeah. incest yes, please leave them alone <laughs> but yeah so basically that um yeah, no. but over like 12 pages this oh. is not a sh this is not a long book. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to know how much detail was put into the grocer was selling his wares and having a BG time, and everyone buying yeah. them was having a BG time. Yeah, that 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 sufficed. <laughs> it's like when I yeah I was reading like Dickens' episodic stuff. He the way it's written is given l loads and loads of details, and because he never gets to the fucking point, that's kind of meant to build the suspense. I'm like, no, you're meant to like you know get to like smaller points that are kind of like oh and then what and then what and then what to build suspense you're not just meant to don't talk just about just... the fucking curtains yeah don't just describe a window for four pages no one gives a fuck literally <laughs> so that happened um yeah. and so like you know he's seeing like how lovely christmas is you know like all the lovely things for sale and all that lovely that took me 30 seconds yeah <clears throat> so then he goes and then they take then the spirit takes him to see bob cratchit's family and Mrs. Cratchit, Cratchit's wife, and mm. that is the only name we get for her. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, Standard. She's, Why would you need to give women names? She is the exactly. wife. She fulfills the wife duties. You will learn she is mother. What exactly. more could you want to know? 
so they're having a bg christmas like it's a very simple affair but they're having a great time like all the kids are helping make the food um tiny tim and cratchit aren't there right now <clears throat> but they come back a little while later um tiny tim is her help to cross because he has to have like an iron frame to keep him upright he's described as and having a crutch obviously wait does he have to log is that the right word lug the um iron frame around with him all the time because that's fucking yeah. heavy i think he gets carried most places he's very small would wood would be better like you think, can make wood sturdy it, and it's cheaper and, and a lot lighter why are you all you're all gonna have fucked backs if you're moving iron frames around i used to sell um, fireplaces it, and um sell iron grates for the bottom of fires they are only i know this is um audio for a lot of people not very big a foot a foot and a half across and um yeah like maybe like half a foot deep but they're fucking heavy and he's got a whole frame Guys, I know I've... Victorian doctors aren't always bang on the money, but my God! <laughs> I feel that maybe the reason he's got like a shitty iron frame is because they don't have any money. They can't afford to get him a new one, so they might just nick that. expensive! Well, that's like, maybe cheap. <laughs> maybe they had to just nick it off someone else who's had a crippled child. Well, you know what? Then his parents are fucking strong. So you're nicking an iron frame and running off with it, like yeah, a tiny Tim is hench. <laughs> yeah. He's not crippled, he's just got to lug iron around him all the time. <laughs> Check it out, he'll be fine. Could I leave the iron frame at home this Christmas, Father? No, you need it, Tim. Okay, it really is wearing me out, Father. <laughs> oh, poor tiny Tim, you are so weak. And you are so tiny, tiny, weak, Tim. All your siblings carried the iron frame until their fifth year. I see, I feel you shall not make it so far. Oh, Father. <laughs> I feel like I need to, like, double-check this now. <laughs> I mean, an aluminium frame, not a steel frame. That's heavy. Iron is just so heavy. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> On a fact-finding mission. Yes. Um, alas, for Tiny Tim, he bore a little crutch and, his, uh, and had his limb supported by an iron frame. I was right. That would fuck you. So, um, you get steel-capped boots, right? Which are really they're heavy. heavy. They're heavy. They fuck up, like, the ligaments and stuff in your knee joints because it pulls it all apart. If he's got that on the bottom of his leg... But, Guys, how there there is no world where you have that where you're not disabled. Like that will make you disabled. Like that will fuck up your. Le Victorians do better. You gave you didn't give him a chance. Maybe the reason he survived is just because you know it's like down to education. When Scrooge started taking an interest in his life, he's like, let's take that off. <laughs> just Are you feeling better? Of... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to Google this to see, like, I, I don't doubt it's definitely a thing, but just, like, I want to see pictures and the, the moment they were like... I want to see pictures when I saw it, like, an iron frame. That sounds cumbersome. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they end up having a, they have a, a delicious dinner, and Bob yeah. Cratchit said, and calmly too, that he regarded it as the greatest success achieved by Mrs. Cratchit since their marriage. Because as a oh. woman, she can only achieve food and marriage. And of course. <laughs> I know Bob Crash is the good guy, but damn, he's sexist. Yeah, but oh my god, it's true though, isn't it? Like, she literally wouldn't have been able to achieve any other success. So, be like, well, yeah, thanks for noticing. And it's sad that you're bang on the money. Like, if my partner was to say that to me now, like, this is your biggest success since we've been together, like a good meal, I'd be like, fuck you. But for her, she'd be like, no, not since we've been together. This is your biggest success since landing me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then again, that's probably true as well. Like, and that, that's all, that's all very actually honest and true. 
My God, we need to change up that equality in this country. We need to buy it right now. It's this so can't bad. be true. So shitty. <laughs> So yeah. then they're having a BG time and uh, Mr. Bo Mr. Bob, <laughs> Mr. Bob, <laughs> Mr. Cratchit um, says that he's like, I'll give you Mr. Scrooge, the founder of the feast. And uh, for the wrong reasons, but rightfully so, Mrs. Cratchit, Mrs. Cratchit is like, the founder of the feast? Fuck no, mate. I'm the one that yeah. fucking cooked it. Although she Literally, doesn't say that. She doesn't say that. She's like, this is my like, one success in my life. This is what I will be And you're giving it to a man? <laughs> yeah. And you're giving annoying. the honor to a man. Literally annoying. Um, so yeah, um, and then she he's like, but it's Christmas Day, and like, to be fair, that's not why she's annoyed, she's annoyed because he's a prick, and she's like, yeah. he could afford to pay you much better than he does and not treat you like shit, and you wouldn't have to sit in a freezing cold office every day, but he doesn't because he's an asshole. and she's like, you are right, but Christmas Day, and she's like, fine, I hope he has a fucking great merry fucking Christmas, maybe <laughs> yeah. he'll not be such a cunt next year. Oh, Mrs. Cratchit, I've only knew you, you knew. Only you knew. Yeah, I feel like you that with Yule. If only Yule... Yule knew. Yule knew. You'll find out. <laughs> so, um, they, so then they, they move on, and again, they just go for like an overall sweep of the world and view how different people celebrate Christmas and have a BG time. There's a particular one where they end up he, on a boat. He wanted a bit of diversity, and now he's like, oh, now just a bit of inclusion and diversity. It's been a very white cast. Let's look across the world. Let's look across the world. Let's see everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sweet. Yes, so they uh, they found themselves on a boat with like sailors and everything on it. They stood beside the helmsman at the wheel, the lookout, the lookout in the bow, the officers who had who had the watch, dark, ghostly figures in their several stations. But every man among them hummed a Christmas tune, or had a Christmas thought, or spoke below his breath to his companion of some bygone Christmas day with homeward hopes belonging to it. And every man on board, waking or sleeping, good or bad, had a hug. Ha had had a kinder word for one another on the day that the, on that day more than any other day in the year and had shared to some extent in its festivities and had remembered those he cared for at a distance and had known that they delighted to remember him and i was just like that's nice yeah. especially this year where we can't be with our loved ones sometimes so at least y'all got a zoom yeah yeah at least you got that i mean technology guys like it has been a blessing this year. Like, I, I understand when we're kind of in this mess because of uh, the way we live our modern lives and we're just kind of, all those natural resources are just exploit, exploit, exploit. Oh my God, there's been a backfire. Who'd have thought it? Um, Who'd have thought but, it? But uh, at least on the other hand, there are certain things in place to help with the fact we fucked the planet. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive, guys. I'm trying. <laughs> so that after he's seen this and he's like that is nice i'd like to see some family please can you take me to kin and the spirit's like yeah am i fucking uber <laughs> am i fucking uber on a spiritual journey i'll say where the stops are fucking up however fuck though uh, I, your nephew is slagging you off so let's pop over. <laughs> over there well this is different as well so anyway this part's quite problematic so uh yeah fred's there and fred's just like bg great guy yeah you know you know, laughs at his, like, you know, he's got, he's well humoured, he's having a great time. His, his wife, again, she's lovely, like, she's having a great time as well. And she is described as thus. She was very pretty, exceedingly pretty, because as women, we must focus on their appearance. Of course. Um, with a dimpled, surprised-looking, capital face, a ripe little mouth that seemed made to be kissed. Oh, I hate that. I hate, like, fresh, ripe for the plucking, freshly... Disgusting. 
bear for being freshly a child. Say. It's oh, I hate it. Like oh, and she was at that tender age where her bosom was starting to appear. Stop fucking sexualizing children. You're actually literally disgusting. Like stop. When was it okay for paedophiles to just be out in the open? When, literally. When did, when did that happen? I swear, like maybe not like they make it like choice remarks to each other, but you still hear men like making disgusting things like, oh, like- It's um, still complete. She's I mean, gonna get know, it, like the, I mean, and you know, you ask any, like you put it, I think it was a thing on like TikTok or Facebook or whatever. And it was like, what age did you first experience sexual assault? And most of them are like 11 or younger. Uh, was that the thing I shared? Cause it wasn't, um, some of them were sexual assault, but it was the first time you were aware that you were sexualized as a yeah. child. And it was the normality. Oh, no. I remember, For, like, when when was the first time you realised as a woman you were sexualised, and ninety percent of them were children? Right? Yeah, I I remember being at um, school, and um, one of the teachers, because I went to the same school as my older sister Nanny, mm. um, kept calling me Nanny, and um, he said something like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, that's really bad. Um, next time I do it, you know, tell me, and I'll give you." A, a, house point or whatever i can't remember and um he was on bus duty and he was like your bus is here near me and i was like oh you've done it again and he literally this might not come across well it will come across creepy on the podcast but it will work better with visual and he was like oh i did didn't i i'll have to come back after class and we'll have to rectify that and i think he was like oh yeah i was very bad at me and i was like keep your fucking house point (laughs) what the fuck I, i think that's my first first memory but it was just so normal for them to say stuff like that to us so gross oh yeah so um her little mouth that seemed made to be kissed as no doubt it was all kinds of good little dots about her chin that melted into one another when she laughed and the sunniest pair of eyes you ever saw in any little creature's head gross um although she was um what you would call what we would have called provoking you know but satisfactory too oh yes perfectly satisfactory what the fuck do you mean provoking Sorry, I'm a little bit filled with rage. Um, yeah. It, oh, she's asking for it. She was wearing black underwear. Uh, she was like, oh, just like provoking. Like, oh my yeah. God, what was I meant to do? You can't wear that outfit. It's very provocative. You can't. Men won't oh, be able to control themselves. Not even that. Themselves. Not even that. You're very pretty. Therefore, you're provoking. Yeah, exactly. Because of just the way you are. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. You can wear whatever the fuck you want and it's not provoking. You are in... You were you're entitled to that. But also, you can wear whatever yeah. the fuck you want. You could be in fucking joggers and a hoodie and you could still get raped. Like, it's got fuck all to do with any of that. And just like, oh, but you know, her mouth, it was provoking me. Uh, literally, like, Then no. you should be in prison. Oh my God. Like, if I was reading a book now and it said that, I'm not really one for internet trolling, but I would fucking have to send them a message or something. Like, Dickens, I understand you're from a different time, mate, but you were getting cock-punched. Like, so cock-punched. Mouth. It's the kind of thing, I un- I struggle to understand why it was ever acceptable, because if you break it down, you're like, just by existing and looking quite nice by society standards, you think she is provoking you into acting sexually towards her. Like, but I don't understand like any age you can describe literally. that. But it's just like, how do, what do you think you're saying by being like, you're provoking because you're, pr- you're pr- attractive, but you're also, you're satisfying. It's like, it's not even like you're hot, or you know, mm. it's not even like you're beautiful, it's just like, you're, you're satisfying good enough for me to rape you like literally like it's a bit like negging like you know when you like kind of give them a compliment and the backhanded one like um i, I don't think this is a compliment but you know from his no, point yeah, of view like you... your mouth is prov- uh, provoking you're kind of satisfying i guess like you literally, know i want like... you but not that much like you know, you i don't understand why people think negging would work being like mm, i think you're actually kind of ugly you want to get mm. it on <laughs> no 
no. want you to go away. It's people also, with like, low self-esteem, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just like the idea that, you know, guys think girls are like, oh, please think I'm pretty, please think I'm pretty, please think I'm pretty, it's all I live for, please think I'm pretty. It's like, yeah. like fuck me. And also vying you for You think I affections. bought this outfit to be attractive to you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done this for me. And like, you care whether they like you or not. And I kind of, this isn't just like a guy thing, but I don't know, I, other people like caring if you like them or not. And you get to like a certain point in life, you're like, I don't care if you like me. <laughs> like, I, don't care. I really don't. Like, you can think what you want. Um, and there's like, oh, okay, well, right. Like, I'm not even sorry. I'm not even sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is me. So, I... so now we get into like the weird, because this, this whole scene at Fred's is fucked up. Um, mm. So it's, it's, um, his niece, um, I can't remember her name is now. Um, she has two sisters. Mm. Probably wasn't um, mentioned. The niece. Yeah. It is mentioned, I just can't remember what it is. Um, so Scrooge's niece's sisters, the plump one with the lace tucker, not the one with the pretty rose um, roses. Like, and that is how she is referred to. And she's like made the butt of the jokes because she's fat. Oh, yeah. And then nice, this is really gross. Cheap jokes. Yeah, yeah, this is really gross. So they have a mate there as well for Christmas called, um, what's his name, Tucker or something. Um, tucker. Hmm. I mean, it's not Tucker. But no. it isn't far off. Topper. Topper. That's more English, to be fair. Topper. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they're playing Blind Man's Buff, and Topper's the blind man. Um, but he keeps grabbing the plump sister. Um, and, like, like sexually and, like, assaulting her. Yes, and it's or all just... done, like, obviously in that vein of, like, oh, stop it, stop it, I don't like it. And it's like, no, stop fucking touching her. Um, yeah. But when at last he caught her, when in spite of all her silken rustlings and her rapid flutterings past him, he got her into a corner whence there was no escape. Then he conducted. Then his conduct was most execrable, uh, for his pretending not to Excrable, know her. Execrable, as an excrement. He took a shit on her. <laughs> his pretending that it was necessary to touch her headdress and further to assure himself of identifying by pressing a certain ring upon her finger and a certain chain about her neck was vile and monstrous <laughs> <laughs> like she's got stop like, no touching her brain power she said fucking no you pushed her into a corner and now he's giving her some her presents. Up. i mean you can just give her some Pint... presents like... no he's not giving her presents he's touching her up being like oh is that you millie is that you millie i thought he said oh, he put I a ring on her finger no he no he was like oh i can't tell if it's you oh wait i can tell it's you because you have that particular ring on your finger i see but and, he's like it's all like a big necklace around her neck right i thought he was giving her the presents and i was like well you're no, dexterous for touching... a blind man i'll give you that he's um... touching her and <laughs> right like, obviously got her pushed up in a corner and it's just like but it's written in that way it's like oh it's fun and games i'm like no that's fucking horrific she's like if that happened and all your mates were around laughing while like one of their mates was touching you like that you'd go home and cry you would and, and he... also she's got no power there because if she stands up and goes like get the she's fuck the party paper yeah exactly so i'll like, oh, just laugh along isn't it fun isn't it funny <laughs> well you all make jokes about the fact that i'm fat and that's why he keep catching he's keeping he... to catch me because yeah. i'm the big one I'm too slow, and yeah, he keeps getting on. Like, you can't guess who I am because, you know, I'm the biggest one in the room. You know, it's pretty fucking obvious you're grabbing me and you can feel my size, but you know, you have And you've literally pinned whatever. me against the wall, but whatever. And you're literally, oh, yes, I can feel that necklace on you. And there's this whole thing of like, oh, don't you like, you know, spoil the good time by calling shit out and that kind of thing. Like, people don't make comments spoil the in good offices. Time by being yeah. sexually assaulting. Literally, I've got two things to say about this. So, like, in the workplace, people will make comments, and you just have to kind of, like, laugh it off, because otherwise, like, you know, oh, my God, like, she's so, like, you know, uptight. She, like, doesn't, like, let things like that slide, you know, only having a laugh. And 
Yeah, I forgot my second one. Oh, this was nice. I saw I saw a post on Instagram about it, and it was like um, when um, you're watching, uh, you're going to watch a movie or something with your partner or whoever, and they're like, oh, do you want to watch this? And uh, it's like something by produced by. Um, Thingy, Harvey Weinstein or something you're like ah, oh, another film produced by rapists uh, for rapists ah brilliant brilliant and another film about exploitation and the partner says um oh wow you've always got to ruin everything haven't you and she goes no they ruined it yeah come on a little journey with me she's like back to 2008 what was Harvey Weinstein doing uh, he was raping and assaulting people what was I doing mind my own goddamn business so, <laughs> so you're telling really me ruined again everything. who really ruined yeah, and you know me not talking about it. What does that breed? And the partner's like a uh, community, a um, tendency of uh, secrecy and not calling these things out and making it okay. Exactly. So again, exactly. Who really ruined everything? Also, like, oh, you ruined the mood for not laughing at my sexist joke, honey. I think you were in the mood for by making a sexist joke that made me feel uncomfortable. Exactly. I remember. <laughs> One time, I've said this on the podcast before, but I was wearing like a kind of sheer top at like my old job, and. Um, uh, the one of the company directors said, "Is that a pajama top?" And um, I was actually just generally confused about what was going on. And I was like, "No." <laughs> so nice. he was like, "Oh, because it's a it's a bit sheer, isn't it?" And I was like, "Are you telling me it's inappropriate to wear out to work or something? Would you rather I wore something else?" Because I because he was my boss. I was like, "Are you actually saying that I should be wearing this in the office?" Because I didn't think it, it was that, and so I'm confused. And he was like, "No, no, 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 no. Um, you can obviously choose to wear whatever you want. Um, it's just." Nothing. Because uh, obviously if he went any further, he would have admitted that he was like looking at my boobs through my top. And uh, by all common standards, it was a fine top to wear. And um, then someone, another uh, female uh, d designer over in the corner kind of laughed. She was like, that was so good. You like called him properly out, but in a completely professional manner. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't actually really mean to. I was actually like, really confused about what was going on. Like whether I was getting, being disciplined in front of the whole office. I was like, no, no, but can you actually just identify what you're actually saying to me and what you want my outcome to be from this? He was like, well, no, because then that makes it really awkward. I just wanted to let you know I can see your breasts and I like it. I like it. Word more, please. Turns me off. I like it. I like it. Like, <laughs> But obviously, can't say that. So, God, I Marcia. Like, I just want to say, Marsha, why did you have to spoil his fun like that? Like, you always got to ruin the fun, don't you? Just let him look at your tits. So I kind of feel like call people out and call them a perv. You want to call them a perv straight to their face. Like, you know, don't new to your, new to your language. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, edit your language. To, like, you know, try and be easy. If you want to call them out, call them out. But also, if you kind of, like, want to find, like, an easier middle ground without, like, jeopardising your position, I think just push it back on them and say, no, sorry, I don't actually understand what, do you what you're saying. Can, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you getting at? Should I not wear this yeah. top? Like, I don't understand. Like, I can get a different top. Like, I won't get a different top, but, you know, I'm going to make I'm going to get top. a different top. <laughs> Literally, like, make them spell it out and then they'll yeah. make the Mm. And you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Now we're mm. on to the final spirit. Ooh. It was shrouded in a deep black garment, which concealed its head, its face, its form, and left nothing of it visible, save one outstretched hand. But for this it would have been difficult to detach its figure from the night and separate it from the darkness by which it was surrounded. Is this your Dementor? Are you out there? Can't quite tell. Is anyone alive out there? <laughs> no, I'm a ghost. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, savage. Um, so this spirit basically is showing him around, like all these people being like, "Oh, I thought he'd never die. That one, what a prick and everything." And Scrooge 
doesn't get that it's, he's talking about him. Um, he thinks it must be someone else, and he's like, I get it, this could be my fate. Can I see my future self to see what I'm like? And the spirit just keeps taking him to more places where these people are like, Gorge, yeah, he's, he's rubbish. such a dick. Obviously, they're not talking about me. Obviously, they're not talking about me. I have to do so much better now. <laughs> it's um, a different deck. I'm a very nice guy. I'm a very nice man. Um, <clears throat> so now he suddenly takes him to a place where these people are like selling um, like things they've gathered. So it's like trinkets, bed clothes, things like that. Mm, mm. And one of the women who's brought something. <clears throat> She's like, I've got his best shirt. They were going to waste it and bury him in it. Um, and they're like, and so they're like, oh, um, what, what, what would waste? What? So Joe's like, wait, what would wasting it be? Putting it on him to be buried in, to be sure, replied the woman with a laugh. Somebody was fool enough to do it, but I took it off again. <laughs> so savage. This is like London, though, isn't it? In the age of um, grave robbers. I don't know if it's still on BBC iPlayer, but there was um, when they were building uh, the HS2 train line, which I think they've abandoned now. But anyway, um, they like had to unearth um, two massive burial plots, one in Liverpool and one in London. And fucking hell, the London um, contraptions on the graves to stop grave robbers. But one I thought was really weird. There was like an iron thing they put around like their head. So basically, if you wanted to get the body out, you'd have to decapitate the head. And um, it, it protects the body. But I was like, I'm not... I'm not going to sell you. Well, I could sell your hair because you know selling it for like sciences and stuff. And they were like, for that kind of like body, they would have had like you know, um, it would have been a, a rich person. But you know, if I want your clothes or something, you know, I'll just cut your head off. You know, um, blood maybe would be a problem. Or would it after you're dead? It's not flowing anyway. Um, and sell your clothes. And you know what? I drop your body off at the um, uh, medical place. Maybe I wouldn't get quite as much money because you didn't have a hair. But I'm like, there's still organs in there. It's all right. I was like, I don't think that's quite enough. But apparently, it worked. Because um, uh, I think the coffin was broken and then they saw it had like a head protector on it and then they left it. Like... Maybe they were, because brains are a big deal. So maybe it was like, we'll only take bodies with heads. Or maybe because they maybe were, that was maybe because they were because of that they were getting loads of bodies without heads. And it's like, look, uh... we've got a lot of headless corpses here and no goddamn heads. Spleens and livers. I would <laughs> like to figure out why brain. you got a headache. <laughs> so maybe that's it. Um <laughs> So now they, so he's like, please show me some tenderness in this world. Like, uh, you know, it's like, all you're showing me is that this poor dude who's died, who definitely is not me, um, <laughs> has like, you know, no one likes him. Show me like some sort of something nice in this world. And he, so the spirit takes him to Bob Cratchit's house and he's like, fuck man, it's pretty quiet here. It's normally a pretty lively atmosphere. And yeah, it's all very quiet and somber inside. Mrs. Cratchit's trying not to cry. Bob isn't there. Um, like all the children are just sort of like quietly going about their chores not saying anything bob comes home and he's like oh it would have done you good to see how green the place is it's, it's really nice it's gonna be lovely um and then like so yeah he's sort of like uh so yeah he's all upset and everything and then he just breaks down going my little little child my little child and this is where it grows no! this is where it grows me out he left yeah. the room and went upstairs into the room above, which was lighted cheerfully and hung with Christmas. There was a chair set close beside the child, and there were signs of someone having been there lately. Poor Bob sat down in it, and when he had um, thought a little and composed himself, he kissed the little face. He was reconciled to what had happened and went down again quite happy. So he's dead upstairs yeah but he's had time to go and source the burial plot and kind of take care of all the details which supposedly would take a maybe a day or two a few times and little boy and it, i'm guessing they don't have a lot of room it'd be quite normal for all the children to share a bed there and is dead one in the bed. room upstairs 
And there was a dead... No. Your dead brother is in the room upstairs. There is a fire no. downstairs. No. Oh my God, it's going to be decomposed. That... I mean, maybe he organised a, a funeral very quickly. It is Christmas. Maybe walked in and was like, my son is dead on Christmas. Could we put a rush on this? And they were like, yeah, to be fair, we've got one out the back by the green. Like, thanks. <laughs> I don't care. It's disgusting. But I also, bet they're not um, going to collect it till body, uh, bo body day. <laughs> Boxing day. <laughs> Even then, that's a national holiday. Gross. There's a dead child no. in the bed upstairs. That's disgusting. My um, also, boyfriend's brother well, so, um, works for sorry. My boyfriend's brother works for a morgue and collects bodies, and he's on usually on call over Christmas and stuff to go and collect bodies if it's needed. But also, the main morgue's closed. If like your you know heaven forbid awful if it happens to you, your child dies. Is your first port really well? Best go sort of grave. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I suppose if you're expected to keep it in the house <laughs> until, well, until it's buried. So like, we have the room for him, is it? literally oh my god stuff like this was happening with corona like relatives were dying like because they were scared about like contagion and stuff it's literally like plague times um and also because um uh, funeral homes and morgues were overrun they were like refusing to come get bodies not in england but like in other countries or maybe in england maybe i just don't know about them in england but i know they've all been like overrun yeah, grace merry christmas <laughs> in that same cheerful voice we're going to go back to the toxic masculinity so mm -hmm. Miss, Mrs. Cratchit kissed Bob, his daughters kissed him, the two young Cratchits, because there's like two kids who are like under five, um, kissed him. And Peter and himself shook hands because, you know, men cannot show emotion or masculine. Sorry, or about even... your brother, sorry about your son. <laughs> no, no, like, like you can hug your, ch you can hug your other son when you're, do you know what I mean? It just annoyed me. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, Dave shook, like... okay, sorry, slight, 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 slight tangent. Um, a little while ago, I was cutting brie for my boyfriend's dad, and um, he wanted, uh, uh, I was cutting brie and he wanted a piece of brie. So, um, I held a piece out for him and he grabbed my entire hand and put all my fingers in his mouth with the brie. Uh, and I was like, well, dude, don't grab things like a fucking rat. Uh, that, that's weird. And um, then uh, I helped him sort something out on his iPad yesterday and he shook my hand. And I feel like now he's confused and he doesn't know where the boundaries are. I'm like, all fingers in mouth. No, no, no. Shaking hand for sorting something out on your iPad. A little bit weird. Just... <laughs> See, this is why I just, I only touch, like, sounds weird to word touch, but I only really have physical contact with my boyfriend. Yeah. I don't yeah. really touch other people. I will extend, I mean, obviously not going to because Corona times. I will mm. extend to a hug, but I do not yeah, cuddle maybe. other people. No, I do not gross. kiss other people. I don't put other people's fingers in my mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, that's just weird, Marsha. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice, especially with the brie. Very nice. Yummy. Don't want to waste the brie. Get off the fingers. <laughs> um, no, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. No, the limits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Eben, uh, Scrooge is like, I didn't want his kid to die. I didn't know that his kid was dying. I will mm. pay him more now. That is pretty fucked. I don't want his child to die. But I'm not a monster. I do feel bad. I do feel things. Really, yeah. I wasn't so sure. Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> I will do better. But then, obviously, because you're still pretty prick, he's like, so, that guy that totally wasn't me that totally was me, um, who's dead, it's not me, is it? You can tell me, like, yeah. and so then the spirit like takes him to a graveyard. He's like, and the spirit's like, look at the gravestone, like pointing down at the gravestone. If you want to know who the dead person was, that's where the name is. And so he's like, okay, okay, I'll read it in a minute. But these are the shadows of things that will that aren't. They're not set that they're gonna be that way. I can change them. Yeah. Otherwise, what would be the point of showing them? 
right? Yeah. Right? It's human choice, right? right? There's another one. Like, it's like the, the Sims you? before you take off free will. Yeah. There is some free will where so, there is some wiggle room. Yeah, so he's like, the experience is like, look at the grace domain. He's like, I get it. I will read it and I, I'll see my name. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I will do better. That won't happen. Right? Mm-hmm. And the script's right. like, <laughs> and so then he's like, oh god, it says Ebenezer screwed. I will do better and it's a star. And like, starts it's like, crying. and is this my cue to like, you know, have a spiritual awakening and promise to do better? Because I will, I will. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so yeah, then he has a spiritual awakening and he wakes up and it's Christmas morning! <gasps> and Christmas day in the morning! Going back to the Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. He's delighted the bedposts were his own, the curtains were his own. And there's a bit in the Muppets Christmas Carol. Where um, Michael Caine, who plays Ebenezer, he's delighted yeah. with everything. He's like, oh, I am here. The world is here. And then he looks at his reflection. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If the oh, podcast listeners oh. didn't get that, it's like, oh, I'm disgusted when he sees his like, reflection. Yeah, at first he's <laughs> like, it's me. Oh, it's me. Gross. Oh, gross. Need <laughs> <laughs> to work on that face. Need oh, to work gross. on that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he's having a BG time and he calls out the window to a little boy running in the street being like, hello there, what day is this? What day? Why, it is Christmas Day! Like, Christmas, Christmas Day! The spirits did it all in one night. They can do anything they want, can't they? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so he's like, can you go... Um, he's like, and then this makes more sense than the Muppets Christmas Carol because he's like, if you go get the butcher from down the road to bring that massive turkey to my house, I'll give you half a shilling and I'll obviously pay him too. Um... I'm not just going to give you the money because then obviously you just run off with it. <laughs> yeah. I might be spiritually awakened and be nice, nice now. but you're still a yeah. dick. Exactly. I might be nice now, but I used to be a dick and I recognise as a dick when I see you. I recognise a little prick when I see one. So, yeah, that makes more sense. Um, that does make more sense. And so the massive turkey arrives. He's got himself all dressed and everything um, very haphazardly in his, in his like Sunday best. But, you know, he's like all over the place. So it's a bit haphazardly put on, like, you know, buttoned up inside out, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the turkey arrives and it was a turkey. He never could have stood up upon its legs, that bird. He would have snapped him short off in a minute, like, um, like sticks of sealing wax. Okay. <laughs> that, okay. Sounds delicious. I realise I'm a preachy vegetarian. But, that is it, and I realise that you're all tucking into your fucking turkeys right now, but that is a literal thing where they overbreed and put steroids in your food so that it cannot fucking stand up because it swells up so much and gets so fat before it's properly matured that its legs break under it. That is why the meat industry is disgusting. Merry That's Christmas! Really horrible. Yes, it's Merry been- Christmas! Enjoy your they, turkey. They pump, because obviously it costs more money if they have to raise them to a certain age. If you can kill them off younger, it's cheaper. So they yeah. fatten them up so much when they're really young yeah. that they cannot support their own body weight, so their legs break under them. That oh, is, I that knew is they your like Christmas dinner. Enjoy. Them so they grow quicker in a short amount of time. I didn't know about the leg breaking thing. That's fucking, that's fucking dark. Yes. So them talking oh. about what a wonderful big bird it is with its broken legs. That is a genuine thing. Vegetarianism is the answer. Stop it. Stop it right now. I don't care if we get backlash on it. Stop it. <laughs> it's it's really up. dark. <laughs> so you know what, guys? If you've already got a turkey today, eat your turkey. Eat your turkey going today. To New Year. But next year, do better. Going to New Year, just apply a little bit of 
little bit of thick. You know what I'm having for Christmas dinner? As a because uh, because we have some vegans around too. I'm not vegan. Vegans are doing better than me. I know I'm terrible. But so we're having a vegan Christmas dinner with mushrooms, leeks, and cashew nuts in like puff pastry. Vegan puff pastry, obviously. Um, and then because we wanted it to be creamier as well, so we've got vegan butter in there and blended up chickpeas so it's kind of like it, so it doesn't mm. it doesn't taste a bit but it like because it makes it give it gives it a creamy texture yeah and um i can say this when it comes out because we did a practice run the other day to make sure it all kind of worked and everything and it's fucking good and yeah yeah that's nothing okay. had to die for it <laughs> just my taste buds no i'm joking it sounds really nice <laughs> yeah, it's really nice we put we put a dash of white wine in it as well very katie i told you don't talk to me about alcohol ever again. I'm, a, I'm sober now, forever. I'm still fucking dying from last week. <laughs> Never again. Never again. So, um, Scrooge goes over to, uh, he's like going around selling many with Christmas to everyone. He like gives money out to people. He's like, you know, tipping everyone. He um, asks the butcher to go to um, Bob Cratchit's house, pays, him, pays for a cab for him and everything. Obviously pays him for like the trouble and everything and pays him for the turkey and everything. Mm. Um, and then he doesn't go to Bob Cratchit's house on Christmas day. Like every adaption suggests. He goes to Fred's well. and spends, the, spends Christmas day with his nephew all of Christmas day. Which is nice. I prefer that. I, yeah, it I makes more sense. Thought it would be so awkward. Like, if you come around, give all the presents, and then you're like, thanks. Like, so, uh, just to make yourself comfortable then, like. We don't know I, you. <laughs> so. We're how, a family, you're not. How's the counting biz? Oh, that's all right. It's a bit weird you've got an iron thing on your kid. Probably bring that up later. Um, like, there's the one thing they're always i mean i realize that you know he's giving them a lot of money and gonna save their child's life but they're very forgiving of him straight away in that and it is a bit weird because it's like yeah well, uh, the second you're like a horrible i won't say i won't say abusive because there are differences like but you know your horrible boss turns around and is nice to you i'd be like i just saw the re reality of what would happen you'd give them the turkey the presents whatever the promotion um and they'd be like oh my god thank you and they're like god sit down you know let's uh, have a cup know, of tea uh, Christmas and be then merry. go and, no but then they'd start drinking if he was to stay and then the truth come out like look i'm not saying you're abusing all right, all right you're a <laughs> you clearly had some awake but your turkey don't make it all better it doesn't <laughs> it's weird like, oh okay so yeah, it makes it's best sense. that he goes to his nephew. Yeah. So he goes to his nephews, and oh, this is one thing I forgot to actually mention earlier. So again, Muppets Christmas Carol, because it's the same story. Well, I mean, yeah. it is the same story, but it's the most, it's the most in line. Um, yeah. When they obviously make the joke about like, oh, uh, not a cat or a rat, but an unwanted, unloved creature. It's Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Obviously, in the in the film, he's really sad about the like. I wish to see no more. In this, he's like. I want to go home. Yeah. In this version, which I kind, I, I like both. I like both. Yeah. He laughs. He's like, to be fair, to be fair, you're not wrong. You got me bang to rights then, mate. <laughs> Which I kind of like because it shows his humour. Like, I like that. I do like, but I also do like just the humanity of like, what is it? It's you. Oh. Ooh. Like, you do get I emotional. Like, oh. A little bit. I like the book though because when he was like, oh, I'm like, sorry, you've been a dick to everyone your whole life. And then when someone's having a joke about you being a dick, you can't handle it. Come True. on, grow up. So I do True. like him being like, I do like him being like, accurate. <laughs> to be fair, no one likes me. <laughs> like, I'm a little embarrassed I didn't get it sooner. God. I'm a little embarrassed to took me this long. So yeah, he's <laughs> I'm like, the worst. 
So that's the thing, when he's there like with the Ghost of Christmas present, he doesn't mm. want to leave. He's like, I'm having such a BG time, let's just stay for one mm. more game and stuff. And the ghost's like, mm. no, come on, got oh, things no. to look at. Um, <laughs> you feel far too good right now, let's go depress you. And literally, it's like, you're doing far too nicely. Um, so yeah, so he has a BG day with, with um, Fred and his family and everyone. And mm. like, so obviously, you know, a new relationship is struck up there it's just nice mm. and it's the next day on boxing day he like goes to work very early and bob comes in late um and so he pretends to be all like sort of grumpy being like bob cratchit what time do you call this and he's like oh, oh i'm very sorry sir i i was making rather merry yesterday like rubbish excuse mate to be fair that is a bad excuse i mean it's a bad... shitty that you're having to wear boxing day but you, you can't come in and say sorry i was pissed the night before you literally i mean bless your honesty bob but lie <laughs> like yeah lie you've got an ill son so you took a funny turn yeah so your son <laughs> didn't get up this morning lie do yeah. better yeah do much better do much anyway, yeah. even just say like you don't don't have to specify it was a hangover you can just say like you could just say i had a really bad headache this morning and couldn't and had to like mm. you know yeah, yeah i had to like take a little while to re just do better, Bob. Do better, um, Bob. Do better. So, yeah. So then, yeah, like, then Scrooge is telling him off, being like, I will not have this. And he's like, no, please don't fire me. I need this job. Or, like, literally my son will die. And he's like, Pfft. I'm giving you a raise, mate. I'm going to make you my partner. <laughs> and I'm going to raise your salary right up. Don't even worry about right it. Right up. And he's like, now come in here. Now, first thing I want you to do for me, Bob, this morning, mate, is I want you to go and put some bloody coals on that fire. You look well, cold, mate. Is that when you're feeling the cold? Come on, it's such a thing. And Bob's like, huh. All right. And then, verbatim from Christmas Carol, like from um, the Muppets one as well. Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all and infinitely more. And to Tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good city knew, and if, or of any other city, uh, good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. Well done, Scrooge. And I bet when you did die, lots of people came to your funeral. Yeah, Chris. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 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 and and he had um, no further intercourse with spirits, kinky, um, but lived upon the total <laughs> abstinence good. principle. Um, even afterwards, and it was always said of him that he knew he knew how to keep Christmas well. If any man alive possessed the knowledge, may that be true. Said um, said of uh, uh, said of us and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us. Everyone, everyone. But as, <laughs> as a as an atheist and it's Christmas, I would like to say, Father Christmas, bless us. Everyone. Everyone. Yes. Very good. Much, much better. I, I realise I just have boobs, so... <laughs> I wanted to do my costume too. <laughs> very, very nice. Well, we hope that you're having a good Christmas, everybody. We hope it's uh, as good as it can be, given yeah, the fact I Boris cancelled it. Yeah, and yeah, it's hopefully one year. And um, I've heard this trend that people are going are planning to do Christmas in April after recent news. I really hope that's not optimistic. I really hope that's factual. Um, but um, yeah, who says Christmas has to be in the winter? We'll just do it again where we can all be people. Together. I have heard like, people saying that like, you know we'll just do a big um, Easter thing instead. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I mean. I hope it's uh, factual that we can do that um or, or realistic um fingers crossed guys we'll just we'll just get through this and look back on it as uh that that really shitty time where we listen and to podcasts i realize 2020 has been a shitty year but at least you're not ebenezer scrooge yeah that's true at, at least, least you're not at least you're not tiny tim 
having to having to be like you know having to have like it some like um physical problems and being told you know what's we're gonna do for you mate i'm gonna put an iron frame on you it's gonna make literally it worse. Like, i really rather you didn't <laughs> like um i think i should actually just sprain my ankle you must wear it forever i it's gonna make things worse so i have a request have instead of our normal plugs yes i've requested instead of our normal plugs this year yeah so instead yeah. of like going to like see us on a uh, social media or whatever or plugging our patron i have one request just tell a friend that you think might like us you're listening you're watching you presumably like us just tell a friend i have this podcast and i think you might like it and that will do us a solid present this year and uh, also this is a, no one has any money this year tell them it's your their, your christmas present to them is the gift of joy and laughter mm -hmm. and sassy bitches sassy bitches <laughs> who dress as elves yeah. Well, have a good Christmas, guys, and soon this Christmas. shitty year will be over. Merry Christmas! Merry Bye. Christmas! Bye. Where are you? Seventy-eight potatoes.